<sighs> hey, Nick. Yeah, Scott. I know we already talk about Back to the Future Monday through Friday every week, but you ever think that it's not enough and maybe we could talk about Back to the Future on the weekend too? Well, Scott, we already talk about Back to the Future on the weekends in our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Back to the Future Minute, No Roads Edition. Oh, you mean the weekly podcast where we discuss everything Back to the Future related, including the comics, the video games, and even the filmography of Robert Zemeckis. Absolutely, Scott. For as little as $5 a month, you will gain over 20 hours of exclusive Back to the Future Minute content. Why settle for five days a week when you can enjoy Back to the Future Minute every day in your goddamn life? Go to DuelingGenre.com support and become a Patreon member today. Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one target shooting minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And joining us this week for or t- today for from our patron our Patreon patron Brian Green. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that was a little clumsy introduction, but welcome back to the show either uh, way. I'll, I'll take whatever <laughs> I can get. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so today we're going back to minute 55, which uh, begins with Elmer saying, you're not afraid to try something a baby could do <laughs> and ends with Mad Dog and his posse being told to check in their firearms, which is weird because, well, I, I guess the gun that Marty's using has blanks, presumably, right? I mean, he's, he's shooting a thing. Can you shoot a thing with blanks? No, I guess that's true. So, yeah, there's a loaded gun. Actually, a yeah. bunch of loaded guns, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, not a the kind of wagon stuff. full of them. Not the kind of stuff we're supposed to notice, I guess. But yeah, well, he's a he's a proprietor, so he's a respectable that's man. True. He's a licensed. Uh, he's a licensed guy, probably. Right. So that's that's fine. Okay. Um, guys, maybe let's not give babies guns is all I'm saying. <laughs> a baby could fire this gun. Are you saying you're <laughs> stupider than a baby holding a gun? <laughs> we give babies guns all the time here in Texas. OK, yeah. <laughs> it's our second. Every baptism. baby is given is, is given a gun. You're actually deported if you can't shoot a gun immediately upon birth. Yeah. Either, either you're, you, every baby is either given a, a gun or a, uh, a, a keep Austin weird sticker. It's one oh. or the other. <laughs> I, I stuck with the sticker. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I chose as well. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, Marty's not afraid of nothing. I, I like this is the first time I think in the entire trilogy someone has just pointed out. That Marty's afraid. Like it's always, you know, like your your chicken. I guess, I shouldn't say always because none of this is in the first movie. But it, it was chicken in the in the second movie, and then it's yella later in this movie. Mm. But it's uh, the, yeah, Elmer. You know, he cuts to the chase. He's just like, you're afraid. <laughs> You've always been afraid. 
<laughs> what what do you think? I mean, I, I I know this isn't like the Dark Knight or the Before Sunrise trilogy, but where does this insecurity come from that Marty has where he just needs strangers, strangers in time? He needs to show them that he's not a chicken. It's got to be a height issue, right? It's Absolutely. Gotta, yeah. Has to be. He's, he's so. got a he, he's like a he's like a like a brave little chihuahua dog. Hey, <laughs> just barks at everything. <laughs> right. I'm not afraid. God, could you imagine a Michael J. Fox voice chihuahua dog? And like there's, the some, there's someone at the door. There's someone at the door. He's got a bag. <laughs> <laughs> someone at dreamworks guy. is listening to this podcast and dreaming up a movie yeah they have enough do- animated dog movies at dreamworks <laughs> they could always I, have I, one more <laughs> i guess that's true fair point <laughs> all right everybody shut up don't move or it's gonna happen um so elmer uh i i don't think i've ever noticed this before <laughs> watching this movie when i'm when i'm not like looking at minute details but like why is Elmer forcing Marty to shoot this gun with his left hand? I, I was wondering that too. I, yeah. And this is what I'm thinking here. I honestly think to thinking to myself here, Marty, he squeezes the trigger on, uh, on accent air quotes here. You can't see what I'm doing, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think was, yeah, was he hus- trying to hustle Elmer here? You know, like, was he trying to say, like, oh, you know, oh, I sh- shot it off above above the targets here. And then he's like, OK, well, let me try it again. And immediately switches to his right hand and boom, 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 hits five in a row. Uh, I don't know. It seems like he, he had that plan the whole time. Well, does he miss anything? Like, I mean, like, like I mean, does, does, or, I'm sorry. Does he win anything? For no. And that's why. The <laughs> and that's that was my the weird the one thing about this hustling plan. But. Maybe he's just trying to impress somebody. <clears throat> you know, why is it, it goes back to that? You know, why is he? Why is he? You know, upset that people are calling him scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is he trying to impress these people in time? Right. But well, but but the when he when he when Elmer puts it in Marty's left hand, Marty tries to take it out of his left hand with his right hand, and Elmer stops him and says, "No, no, no." Because he thinks that he's trying to aim the gun with two hands and he's like, you don't need it. You just need one hand. Um, and and so like Marty just follows directions. It's like, OK, I'll oh, OK, shoot with my limp left oh, hand. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, so if anyone's hustling, it's Elmer. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what Marty he's has like the uh, I don't know. if Marty has like the, the slot. He doesn't seem like a like a trickster. Like a like a like a like a someone that would con someone or you know grift someone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's me. His, his greatest trick is what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's the level of deception <laughs> that this character seems capable of. It's a great trick, you guys. It's a, it's a he great. He does it so much in the video game compared to the movies. Oh yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. It's like every episode he does it like one time. I yeah. Think. Um. Yeah, and and so what I really love about that moment though, where he switches hands, I just want Marty to be like, "Well, I know something you don't know. 
I am not left-handed. I am not left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just he just just like kills three guys, shoots them straight in the heart. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah, I mean it's a it's his it's his um Anigo Montoya moment for sure. Uh which I I just it's it's such a weird moment. I really like it. Can I try that again? And He's like, just, yeah, kid, do whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh man, he's really um, good with with the uh, yeah. I and then yeah. and then you know he's like, where'd you learn how to shoot like that? And he's like, Seven <laughs> Eleven, yeah. which at this point is almost like the expected Marty response, like something from the future you don't understand. I'll only confuse you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, and, 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 you know, you and I, Nick, we, we've seen the scene of him practicing to shoot at 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a scene from the comic book. Right, right, right. Uh, and then of course, obviously, uh, it's also referencing back to, um, back to the future too with mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, yeah. yeah, that scene. In the, in and the, it's also yeah. kind of calling back, uh, Elijah Wood mm-hmm. or whoever saying that, uh, that the gun is the, a baby's toy. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Wow! No. Mm-hmm. I didn't put that together. That's good. Proud of you, Nick. Boom! That's, that's some good sleuthing, Nick. <laughs> earning, earning my keep. <laughs> that's really so good. when when does playing a light gun game make you qualified to shoot a real gun? L- look, it's best you don't ask questions like that. We're watching this minute by minute, and I get one minute. Okay, I get to ask these questions. <laughs> Are you it's, supposed to shoot the goose that's that's hovering left to right across the the parlor game? Is that a target? The goose? Yes, it's like a but flying no. bird. If you can shoot the, the hearts humans. of men, <laughs> just yeah, the true. hearts of men. Yeah. Also, wait, he only shoots the hearts because yeah, you're right. There's a goose going around, yeah. but he only shoots the heart the the hearts of the men. And then uh, uh, Lyle from Blazing Saddles is just like, oh my god. Like you're a killer. You weren't supposed to kill them. You're supposed to kill the bird. (laughs) (laughs) Why did it have spinny hearts? I don't know. I didn't make the game. (laughs) You're supposed to shoot the bird. Oh, Uh, man. Those are your friends. (laughs) You're a murderer. Everybody. He's a murderer. (laughs) He's a murderer. He's got murder in his heart. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh man. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, I I uh I just I really I I I just love this moment cuz it's like you know, look, Marty has like five moments in the entire trilogy <laughs> yes. where he's like a total badass. And this is one of this is probably the most badass. Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. So um he the, the McFly maneuver is pretty cool in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he when he like sure. run, when he runs across the the front of the car, that's pretty cool for sure. For sure, uh, when he play when he introduces rock and roll to the world, <laughs> steals rock and roll from the African Americans. Yeah, that's right. pretty cool. That's that's more accurate. Good job, <laughs> Brian. Um, uh, then and then uh, when he steps in front of uh, uh, Biff in uh, Bifforific '85 it, when he's in the jacuzzi. Oh right, yeah, and he like throws the remote in the pool and like electric. Yeah, yeah, him. totally. Uh, and then there's this moment, and then there's the moment at the end with the uh, where where he pulls the Clint Eastwood move. 
with right. the yeah, with the with metal vest. plate under his. Thing. He starts yeah. he starts talking to an empty chair. Right. <laughs> yeah, that move. Yeah, that move. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say this is the most badass. I think it's this, the Biff thing, then probably the the bulletproof vest. The bulletproof vest is badass, but it's hard to pinpoint how badass because mm-hmm. it's it's completely defensive. He slides like, across the hood of a car in part one. I feel like that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. This is this is awesome though. This is he's mm-hmm. he's as cool. He's he's like I like that Marty is he's big brother cool. Yeah, totally. He's like as cool as your teenage big brother when you're like eight. Totally. Uh, I never had a big brother. No, uh, I I haven't either. I've only <laughs> been big, a big brother. Oh, you've been a big brother. <laughs> yeah, past tense. That's an important person. <laughs> oh, <to be>. oh <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not true. It's not. It's not past tense. <laughs> It's still very much present. I just <laughs> making fun of the way I said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm both a big brother and a little brother. Yeah. You have a lot of siblings, don't you? No, I have one. I have, I have a, I have a younger sister and an older brother. Oh, okay. but uh, I like to think that we're all, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. I think it's because, <laughs> all right. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's because uh, your brother is so much older than you. Yes, he is, he, he is what quite throws a bit me older. off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then we get to uh, Mad Dog and Mad Dog's posse, and uh, an ec- a, a, a day player kind of guy that checks him at the door. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure we'll see him more next week, and I almost don't want to bring him up, but because I haven't I haven't I haven't looked into who this is yet. But just from that frame. Doesn't he kind of look like uh, uh, Bullock from the 89 Batman movie? Oh, Porkins. Yeah, he does kind of. Oh, Bill oh, Hookins? Yeah, Bill Hookins. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I never put that together. He's also, he's also one of the, uh, the government men at the beginning of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's mm. right. He totally is. Yeah. Major Eaton, I think, is one of his character names. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he he looks kind of like that actor. I don't know if it is. I don't. Uh, I doubt it. Right, I doubt uh, it. Yeah, but uh, but uh, you know, maybe that would be awesome. I swear, if if William Hookins is in this movie, that would be. <laughs> we never knew. Oh my god. Yeah. Ah, God bless that man. <laughs> So, um, so I, I really like that, uh, or Mad Dog and his gang are totally like crashing the party late, like Biff and his goons did in part one. Uh huh. Just yeah, of- and I and I I they're look he's looking for the blacksmith. So like presumably, if this firearms check wasn't here, mm-hmm. he was just gonna go in and just <laughs> kill him in there front of everybody. Just, just murder him. Yeah, in front of everybody. You know that's what really, you do. Yeah, you yeah. know what's really cool. The, the we 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 uh, the topic of ring theory and whatnot has been coming up a lot this week in particular. <laughs> it's right. so strange to me that compared to a movie that literally goes through the events of the first movie, this one to me feels way more like a spiritual successor or sibling to Part One than Part Two did. Oh yes, for sure. Hmm. It's a really interesting yeah. way to write a sequel, I think. I, I, well, I would... what, what, what I think is interesting about the two sequels is that 
the, the second one, like part two is really about repeating the first movie literally where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're literally going to go back to the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then this one is repeating it figuratively, you know, where yeah. everything is a representation of something yeah. else that happened. Which so far to me is, is has been much more entertaining and in- interesting. Is For sure. Spo- spotting the similarities instead of it being kind of telegraphed. And I, I don't, I don't want to start discouraging part two because I enjoyed part two, but mm-hmm. I'm – I'm impressed with how much more organic these callbacks and stuff are, are feeling in part three. Absolutely. I mean, it's a lot like the 67 draft in that way. It is. I, I, I really like the 67 draft. I want to see That's the 67 silly. draft so much on screen. I, I know. I want I want to like pay someone to like animate it. Oh, Do like a bootleg, like a bootleg animation of the 67 draft. Oh, yeah. I can do it. I I won't do it well, but I'll do it. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. One of our, uh, one of our, our Patreon, uh, like possible rewards at some point, um, it's on the list of uh, goals or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, we want to, we want to do script live readings, like with the cast from geek by night, um, and any other like guest people that we can get. And one of those scripts, like the top of the list, is the '67 draft because I oh think my God. that'd be so fun. Absolutely. Can Zach, can Zach be Marty? Oh, of course. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, either that or you. That's true. <laughs> um, no, I guess you would have to be Doc, right? I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll have a little audition. Yeah, we'll hold auditions. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with the uh, cast we already have, but for new parts. Right. For a one-time thing. <laughs> for a one-time deal. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, oh, honestly, Naomi would be a pretty good Marty. Sure. Yeah. Um, that'd anyway, be fun. Yeah, we, yeah. we have so many good, we have so many good actresses. That would be more like, I, in that case, I would almost want to take the Back to the Future script, like the shooting script. Mm-hmm. And then do like a gender bend version. That's the thing is like we have like in in because in, in the case of us, we have so many great actresses like, you know, right. we have Morgan, we have Chelsea, we have Naomi. And like there's really only like two big female parts in mm-hmm. part one and then really only one if you want to just if you because Jennifer's really not in it that much. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a shame to just have like one good female part and then like have everyone else play like. Yeah, Marty's sister. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, Chris um, would be a good Biff. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just fan casting now. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I think that's all we have for this minute. Um, I don't know. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on Back to the Future Part 3, just in general? Uh, I love Part 3. You know, I, I love all three. I, I love all three of them. And I think I said when I was on for Part 2, I think I'd said that. Originally, you know, part two was I, I preferred it over part three, but I, I've I've come to appreciate part three a whole lot more these days, especially now that, you know, I've come to appreciate Westerns more mm-hmm. and I can't watch part two without watching part three because you you get to the end, you get to the, the cliffhanger and I can't I, I, I cannot leave myself hanging on that cliff because it's just, it's such a good ending. It's such an exciting ending. Mm-hmm. And then part three is 
I just love it. Like I, I, I cannot help but tear up at the yeah the very end when he comes in with the train, tells him you know the future's whatever you make it, and mm-hmm. I, I just love this movie. It's, it's wacky, it's silly, and you know you guys are like pointing out to me things that I have never qu- looked close enough at, and it, it's it's kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I have been looking closer at 1885 Hill Valley closer than I ever have looked at this. and I, I'm loving it. That's really what this <laughs> has all been about. I think oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm with you. I would always like, you know, my go to is always the first one. And then I always watch the first one. And then I'm like, well, I'll watch the second one. And it always seems like it's on a Saturday night. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to throw on the first movie because I haven't watched it in a while. And I'll watch it and I'll be like, I'm going to watch the second one. And then I finish the second one and it's late. So I go to bed <laughs> and then the next morning I wake up and I watch Back to the Future 3. So Back to the Future 3, for the longest time, I have sort of associated with Sunday mornings, which is great because it opens on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Like you can't. It's really hard to just watch one of these. Oh yeah, I'm fairly certain the two of uh, the two of us have like just like in uh, an American Tale. You know, like we're we're looking at the same moon, watching Back to the Future at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, it also doesn't it, it also doesn't hurt that none of them are three hours long. Correct. Right. Oh god, <laughs> like it's not a huge investment in time, like. Like Lord of the Rings, or, or even the Dark Knight trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Or absolutely, because yeah. really aren't that any really yeah. aren't that many trilogies anymore? Because there were, but like they've since become like quadrilogies and sagas and stuff, you know, shared universes, shared uh-huh. universes, like expanded universes, right? Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh. I think that's all we got. Brian, thanks for joining us. On thanks this for having Friday. me. Absolutely. Of course. Anytime. And uh, thank you for being a patron. Uh, and you guys can become a patron by going to duelinggenre.com slash support. And uh, you can become a patron at the $5 level. You get stickers every month. You get, uh, you know, bonus content. We put up Back to the Future No Roads Edition. If you... If Monday through Friday of, of Nick and myself aren't enough, uh, you have the No Roads edition every weekend. We mm-hmm. do uh, talk about the comic and the video game and Back to the Future news and things like that. Um, Scott, so don't, don't tease go them. check there, that out. No, there's no Back to the Future news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we go over news every week. Yeah. Uh, you always ask about it. Sometimes I got it. Sometimes I don't. Mm. Um but uh, yeah, so go uh, go check that out. And if you think it's worth your five bucks a month, uh, it really helps us out a lot. And it, it'll help us get to those goals that we're talking about, like the uh, live script readings and things like that. So uh, go nice. uh, go check that out. And we will be back on Monday with Minute 56. Bye. Have a good weekend.